the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. AV Nation is brought to you by Sure. Because every voice matters. Greetings and welcome, everybody, to uh, this episode of AV Nation TV's Connected. I'm your host, David Danto, sitting here um, uh, in the IMCCA Pavilion at the CDA show floor in Dallas. Um, the show's being set up, the booths are coming together well, the demonstration stations are looking nice, and uh, I'm just going to use uh, this show this episode to give you a sense of what it was like as the show loads in. Um, as the show comes together, we'll interview some of the key people and some of the exhibitors and uh, hopefully give you a sense of what it was like to be here. So uh, stay with us and uh, here it comes. So here we are in Dallas at Cedia Expo. This is the day before the show started as an exhibitor. I've been on the show floor getting all the work done and I'm here with Chris and Dave. Chris, who are you? Hi, I'm uh, Chris Nutto. I'm with Starin, and uh, I'm here to, uh, to to hang out with Dave. Awesome. And Dave. <laughs> and I'm Dave Pettigo, and I am the CEO of Oralex Acoustics. Well, we have some interesting uh, uh, backgrounds of experience here. This is not my first CEDIA, um, other than last year, which wasn't really a show. This is my first CEDIA in... Um, I don't know, six, seven, eight years. Chris, this is your first CEDIA entirely. And Dave, Absolutely. you must have been coming to these a lot more than we have, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I worked for CEDIA for 14 years. So, yeah, I've come to many, many CEDIAs. The last one I was at before the last year, the abbreviated COVID one, was in Denver. And we stopped going to Denver as soon as the, uh, the gummies became legal. Because oh, yeah. after lunch... People just never came back. <laughs> well, that is true. That it, it, I ran the education there, and it was very hard to get people's attention after lunchtime, for sure. <laughs> but Denver is a beautiful city, and I love yeah. that they do that over there. Well, what's, what's your, I guess, your best memory, your best highlight from one of the CEDIA conventions, other than the gummies? Oh, I, I mean, well, for all of them, I think it's the sense of community. More than anything else, the ability, it, like I just see people that I've seen for 20 years now coming to this. But for me, probably is the future technology pavilions. We put on these pavilions for three years that showed like the home of the future. And uh, twice it put me in the hospital. I got pneumonia twice from doing it. But um, they were awesome. So, yeah, that was definitely my favorite. And uh, it's really, it's really great. Like, I've only been here since today, but it feels more like what Expo felt like. I'm sure the attendance will be a little smaller than we've seen, but way, way better than last year for sure. Yeah, and and, uh, um, I think, you know, between pneumonia and between COVID and between everything else that's been going on, this has just been a wacky time for everybody that goes out and do things in public. Chris, I know you and I have run into each other at multiple trade shows this year. You've also been doing a hell of a trade show gamut. This is the the period in time where everybody's just hugging, right? We're all just happy to be together again. I I think that... uh you know, that time off that everybody took from their trade shows uh, is apparent. I mean, obviously, for a lot of folks, maybe folks that are here, the first trade show that they really went back to was, was Infocom in uh, in June. You mean Infocom or COVIDcom or whatever we're calling it? You can call it what you want. I, I, listen, 
you went, you, you knew what you were getting into going in there. That's all I'll just say on the subject. But, you know, that was somebody's uh, first, you know, real get-together. And, uh, you know, since then, there's been a multitude of, uh, of, of shows and, and, and uh, the companies are getting back to putting in-person events. Um, you know, it's, it, it's nature's healing. You just came back from two other ones, right? Yes, I was over uh, with Crestron and Crestron Masters and uh, spent some time there. And uh, I was at the Vistacom uh, Tech Expo yesterday. And I'm heading to uh, CCUMC for the universities. That's coming up. Uh, not next week, the week after, and uh, quite possibly a few more that I haven't planned for yet, but it's going to happen. Yeah, no, this is definitely a busy time. I'm doing some personal stuff on my own, but I would be going to um, 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 LDI, excuse me, I couldn't even remember it, LDI out in Vegas um, in the middle of November, and that would have been my last conference until CES in January, but there are still plenty of other ones on the calendar that a lot got, of people are going to. I just got a notice to. today about Digital Signage Expo. Digital signage. DSC, well, there's the thing going on in New York, there's Digital, Digital signage, signage Week, and there's NAB New York, and there's it's, the conferences are back. Yeah. And, and not all of them, unfortunately, are doing the virtual element that they promised that they would. Yeah. You know, for people that are disabled or homebound, Microsoft is good for them, Microsoft Ignite. Um, some of them are still doing virtual elements. Yep. Not all of them, though, and that's a Zootopia shame. Zootopia is going to have a, a virtual component still as well. Yes. Uh, in the early conversations that I've heard, the rumors, the leaks, is that they are, they're still doing, they're going to truly do an in-person event with a virtual component. Yeah, so. and no Snoop Dogg this year. No, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I can't, that I can't talk, speak to. <laughs> Dave, what are you looking forward to at the show this year? Uh, I'm really looking forward to, uh, well, for me, it's, it's more about actually making contacts. So going and talking about people in regards to doing future business. So uh, I think that a lot of people think of these trade shows as, oh, well, what are the new products coming out? Those kind of things. But, um, you know, most of these things we also hear about through, uh, you know, magazines, media, those kind of things. It's the in-person communications. It's just, it's just talking back and forth that really, really makes it stick out for me. So, you know, I, over the last few years, I've really spent most of my time in the acoustics realm, so there's not a ton that's changed. But, um, you know, the, uh, the names of people, the, the doing business for me is the most important thing. And trying to figure out, I think every manufacturer, most manufacturers are having difficulties when it comes to supply chain management and inflationary pressures, which are just absolutely crushing uh, many companies right now. And just trying to figure out some common ways that we might be able to work together to overcome which is, what is now and probably for at least another 12 to 18 months a very challenging economy yeah, when i was here last year well not here it was we were in um, indianapolis last year um i was talking to tim albright and tim was talking about how he knew people that had orders going out 24 months that couldn't be fulfilled so we're starting to break down the supply chain issues but there's still some major issues and major problems and we haven't quite figured out how to make it sustainable until we build chip factories and more manufacturing here in the u.s for sure like we so we had an order of two 40-foot sea containers that we were actually sending out to Japan, and they were ready uh, in Indianapolis by early January, and it took us till mid-May to be able to get two sea containers to actually send them out. So the, the price of sea containers to ship out uh, have gone down. It was 4000 then it went to 22000 and now it's like 8000 but there's all these like inner working parts and pieces that are just really difficult to, to, to handle right now. But by dealers talking to manufacturers, manufacturers to dealers, manufacturers to manufacturers, and dealers to dealers, we can come up with solutions and 
more of a better understanding, particularly in giving clients a realistic expectation of what they're going to be able to receive. Um, hopefully it's not two years at this point, but I know that there are plenty of products right now that are, are running behind for sure. Hi, I'm Carol Selkin, the Executive Director of the IMCCA. We're the Nonprofit Trade Association for Collaborative Conferencing Industry. We have both vendor and end user members. Our end user members join for free, and we try to educate the industry on all forms of collaborative conferencing. And the last two years have been especially important for this industry given the situation with COVID and the changes from work from home. Today, I'm so lucky we're on the Innovation Hub stage. We are talking about collaboration in a post-pandemic world, something we can all relate to, something we've all experienced. Um, I can't wait. I hope there's going to be a lot of people here to enjoy it. We've got two great guests. We've got Jay McCardle. We've got a really cool guy from Crestron going to be here as well. So smart people talking about smart things at my very first CDS 2022. What do you do at ADR? I'm a pro-AV regional manager, so I get to work with both residential and uh, commercial integrators. So, very rewarding. I love it. You'll be awesome on the stage. Thanks. Thanks. I hope so. Wonderful happy hour virtual luncheons, um, and I, I really support this group. They're wonderful people. Mike, what are you doing at the show here? I am walking Cedia for the first time, mind you, um, because I want to see what the Cedia vibe is about. Uh, every trade show that I've been to ever has a vibe, has a flavor, both for the people exhibiting and the people attending. And I always like to check out other trade shows, mostly AV, but I'll do, uh, you know, SEMA or the plumbing show or whatever, check them out when they're in Vegas um, and kind of see what 
exhibitors like about the show, don't like about the show. What's what are attendees doing? You know, has anybody got kind of a unique booth design? That sort of stuff. Tell us about Cavalo. So Cavalo is a trade show that I created in 2020 uh, when I was sitting around not doing a whole lot as an integrator because no one was. And the idea behind Cavalo is bring back trade show to the products and the people. So instead of the trade show being about the production value of the booth or the after party or this or that, and all those things are fine. I go to the parties too, and I admire a, you know, a nice, well-built two-story booth. But it sure is nice when, as an integrator, I can go to a trade show and actually just find answers on product that I could use, that I could sell, um, that I could integrate with uh, all of my clients. So uh, Cavlo is um, a smaller show. It's more intimate. Uh, we have three booth sizes, and you can have any booth size you like as long as it's one of those three sizes. Um, we don't allow people to bring their own booth. And we really, again, we bring it back to connecting with people and showing of products. It's about the products and the people, not the production value of the booth. When's the next one? Next one happens to be two weeks from today, October 13th, right here in the DFW area in Arlington, Texas. And then we'll be back to Vegas and Nashville next spring. So that's it for this episode of Aviation TV's Connected. I'm going to come to you one more time uh, before the end of the year, and then our 50th episode will be live from our uh, in-suite studio at CES in January. So one more show before that, but I'm excited to get the 50th show out. Thank you very much for joining us for as many of these as you have, um, and we'll see you on the next one.